Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Breaking down every game every day in Major League Baseball, this is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. A warm up for the low. Welcome to Lobby Las Vegas for the baseball betting show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. We've got a terrific podcast for you guys. Joining me in segment number one is going to be Jared Smith. He's going to be joining me in just a few minutes. We're going to be diving in on what we're seeing in both of these series. Little to our knowledge, the Houston Astros will pull off some massive heroics in the ninth inning, so we were thinking that the Texas Rangers were going to be going up 3-2 to two for a little bit of reference, but we're going to be taking a look at both of these series on top of that with Jared Smith. He has been tremendous at taking a look at yes run first inning, no run first inning all season long. He's going to be lending a few angles and just a few bets that he might be targeting in general for the rest of the postseason. In the final segment, going to get you guys picks and analysis for game number five of the NLCS as we touch them all. If you have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter slash X timeline at gnet underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters you Maybe it does not matter. As per usual, please do send these into the timeline. And the other way is find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. Did not get in any Twitter slash X questions today, but we had a fun day of baseball on Friday, unless if you're a Philadelphia Phillies fan slash better. And, well, I can't necessarily say fan, but certainly was a better. And, well, let's take a look back at it, try to find out a little bit more of these teams and recap a very fun day of baseball. Games from yesterday is Greg buzzing about. Here is the rowdy recap. Well, we were on a six-game win streak with the DK Network write-up picks, and then we took the Phillies last two days, and this one is just brutal. Phillies up three runs going into the bottom of the seventh, two runs going into the bottom of the eighth, and then Craig Kimbrell happened. The Arizona Diamondbacks get it done by a count of six of five. Both teams really piecemeal things together. For Christopher Sanchez, lost two runs, one of which was earned in two and a third innings, hurt by an Alec Boehm error. But from there, things were able to stabilize. Jeff Hoffman gets five outs out of the bullpen scoreless. Matt Strom delivers a scoreless setting. Sir Anthony Dominguez, four outs out of the bullpen scoreless. You did have Gregory Soto get into a tight spot. And Orion Kirking, I always say that one incorrectly. He walked a pair of guys, but was able to get to the eighth inning with the team up by two and then Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell, this guy, 
He gives up a home run. He gives up three runs as going deep off of him. Alec Thomas, third home run of the postseason for him. He only gets a pair of outs, and those are Alvarado unable to keep men that were on base intact as he had thrown two innings the previous day. Probably should not have been out there. And for the Philadelphia Phillies, offense did a fine job. He had Kyle Schwarber go deep off of Kyle Nelson. Fourth home run season as Joe Mantiply, Luis Frias, they combined for two and a third inning scoreless before. You really had the Diamondbacks get battered in the bullpen. Kyle Nelson gets up that home run in two-thirds of an inning. Miguel Castro gets five outs out of the bullpen, allows the run. Andrew Selfrank, he walked three, gives up two runs, one of which was earned. He was hurt by that Emmanuel Rivera error from there. Ryan Thompson stabilizes things by going two innings, giving up one run, but he walked a pair as well before Kevin Ginkle, Paul Seawalt. They close the door in the 8th and ninth inning, so now that series is tied 2-2, two to two, and underdogs, they continue to hit here at the postseason at north of a 55% clip, and for the Houston Astros, depending upon your closing line, they were either a very, very slight favorite or a very, very slight underdog, but they get it done 5-4 to four against the Texas Rangers as they had a bullpen collapse. Jose Altuve off of Jose LeClerc, third home run of the campaign. Peralta Chapman, he was rolling before LeClerc came in and tried to get the final four outs. Gives up three runs in the ninth inning. You had Jordan Montgomery lend a relatively solid start. He does give up a home run to Alex Bregman, but two runs surrendered in five and a third innings. Josh Shaboris was able to hold it down with five outs out of the bullpen. Scoreless in for the Rangers. They got to Justin Verlander twice. Nate Lowe gets low for his second home run of the postseason. And Dolores Garcia is fourth as for Justin Verlander, gave up four runs, two home runs. As for the Texas Rangers, they did a pretty solid job timely hitting, but they probably are regretting the fact that they couldn't cash in in the third innings as they went 2 of 11 with men in scoring position. Meanwhile, for the Astros, after Verlander gave up the four, everyone else did their job. Ryan Presley, two scoreless innings out of the bullpen. He gets a win. Brian Abreu, he only threw six pitches, one for a strike, so he got pulled out of there very quickly, but Hector Neris was able to land a one and a third inning scoreless as well. And now the Astros lead this series by a count of three to two after they take all three in Texas. So wild day of baseball to say the least, and a man that has gotten wild and crazy on the baseball card all season long. That'd be our good friend, Jared Smith. He does absolutely excellent work here at Beeson, and and this man is all over the place. You're able to catch him every college football Saturday for Fox Sports Radio. I know he does some work over at Bally Sports for Live on the Line. He's over there at Pickett Sports, along with his tremendous work here at VSIN. And you're able to catch him on a lot of our weekend coverage. And you're able to catch him on Twitter slash X at Jared Lee Smith. All together, taking a look at football, basketball, baseball, you name it, he does it. And Jared, it's always great to have you aboard. Thank you. I appreciate it. Playoff baseball has arrived. Oh, it is not just live. It is in full force, my friend. And I know you've been taking a look at yes run, no run, first inning all season long. And people always obsess about the nerfy. But what have you found about the yes run first inning? Because I believe that it's cooled off a little bit here in the last few days. But all in all, that's been a pretty profitable bet here in the postseason. Yeah, so it's kind of funny because I was down on the Nerfie all year. I was up on the Yerfie, but then going into the postseason, and we talked about this a little bit before the postseason started, and it was something I analyzed last postseason. But this year, it seems more pronounced, and I think it makes sense. You know, the rule changes have sped up the game enough to where you're getting maybe one or two percent more Yerfies in a sample, and that's the difference in the postseason because 
it's priced pretty stringently to the no. And that's because the no is the more popular side. That's because for the most part in the postseason, you're getting lower game totals. You're getting lower first five totals. The bullpens are coming in earlier. So the no is priced a little bit heavier. And so it's almost like a twofold. It's moving up just because of the time of the year, but also because of the price. And yeah, it's been profitable. And it's through the Rangers uh, Astros game, 17 and 13 through the postseason, through the first 30 games. Yeah, it has been so intriguing to take a look there and you're able to get the yes run for a setting at some pretty good prices as well with totals being a little bit lower. And have you ever just in your endeavors taking a look at yes run, no run for a setting, just found a situation where things are a little bit out of whack with regards to pricing? Because we have seen quite a few unders be able to come through here in the postseason, but we've seen yes run for a setting come through as well. And typically, yes run, no run for a setting is based on what you're getting with regards to the team total. Is it a case where you can find a lot of value, both betting on there to be a run in the first inning and then also betting on the under for the game? Because a lot of people wouldn't necessarily think that they'd be correlated because you get off to a hot start. You think, all right, the runs are going to keep coming. But I've been finding here in the postseason that we have seen a lot of fast starts and then the bullpens have been much more sure-handed than they are typically in the regular season. Yeah, I haven't tracked that correlation. It's an intriguing theory. I think in the playoffs, it's probably more random than we think. But in general, when you're looking at a game total of nine in the regular season, I'm looking at a Yerfi price and a Nerfi. To me, that's flat minus 110 on both sides. What we're seeing is even the eight and a halfs. You're getting a fair price for the yes run first inning. So I think basing the game total off of seven and a half, you should be getting plus money on the Yerfi. And, and we are consistently, even on eights and eight and a halfs, I've seen some plus money prices in this postseason. So it's all about which starting pitch are on the mound and kind of how that translates into the full game, but also the first five game total. A lot of times the yes, no run first inning is not in line to where the market is on the first five total. Yep. I think that that is so interesting to dive in on and certainly has been a little bit of a headline here in the postseason as Jared Smith, who does tremendous work over here at Beeson, is joining me on the baseball betting show. And with regards to the NL side of things, we'll hit on the AL in a minute, but yeah, and I'll side of things, just because we have to record this a little bit in advance, we don't quite know how game number four went, but how have you been gauging this Phillies versus Diamondbacks series? Because I did not think that it was going to by any stretch of the imagination be a sweep, but it does certainly feel like the Philadelphia Phillies are the better team in this spot. I'd be surprised if they fall in game number four. Again, we are pr- recording this before we know the exact outcome there, but I just take a look at this Philadelphia Phillies team, and I do think that out of the four teams remaining, they are the most complete. 100%. Once the field was narrowed past the wild card shuffle, which is always a, a crapshoot, I think it was pretty obvious we were destined for Houston and Philly. And baseball has a funny way of coming full circle. You know, history repeating itself, those who doomed forget it. It felt like the, those were the best two teams. Now, Texas is very capable of winning this series and stealing it, but I think if you played this series out 100 times, Houston and Texas, I think Houston wins more than they lose. So Philly definitely wins more than they lose, especially being in the situation that they are. But I'll be honest, Arizona showed some fight yesterday. Now, they're going to have to pitch They're gonna have to have pitch. pitch took us off over the next two days because they're kind of running out after Gallon and Kelly. There's not a lot behind them. We'll see how much pitching they have left. But if Philly's bats can get hot in the desert, they were cold, they were hot in Philly, and then they came to Arizona, and they cooled off, and they only scored one run. If they can get hot against what is the underbelly of this Arizona the pitching staff and, and kind of carry that momentum over, they should be able to close this series out in five or six games. Yep, I agree with you. I do think that the Phillies have put themselves in a very good spot here, and I'd be surprised if 
we do not see the Philadelphia Phillies moving to the World Series. But that said, even though we don't necessarily know what we got in game number four quite yet, we do know what we're going to be getting in game five, and that would be Zach Wheeler going up against Zach Allen. And I really do think that this is a game where if the Diamondbacks are going to be able to take another one in this series, this is the one. We don't have any openers as of right now. But how would you be gauging this one? Because on my initial look, not knowing the bullpen use, for game number four, I do think that this is a relatively close to pick game just because with Zach Allen, he certainly struggled in game number one on the road against Philadelphia. But all season long, he's been a tremendous home pitcher, a not-so-great road pitcher. And I do think that this would probably be the best chance for the rest of the series that the Diamondbacks have of being able to get a win. Yeah, 100%. This is game seven for the Diamondbacks. You'll probably see multiple arms. I don't like the multiple arm strategy. I don't think it works. I don't know if there's a long man in Arizona's pen that can go after Mantiply or how Mantiply stretched. But there's just not a lot behind Arizona starting rotation after those top two guys. I think it will become more evident later on in the series when some of these bullpen arms start to falter a little bit. And Philly's just deeper and they've got the better pedigree for this moment. Arizona's ahead of schedule, but I think this would be a big surprise Even if they win game four, I I still think I would take Philly in the series. Yep, I'm right there with you. And I do think that for the Arizona Diamondbacks, they truly do need to be able to get the job done in game number five or else it's going to be really rough for them, to say the least, as we do have Jared Smith, who does tremendous work here at Beeson, joining me on the Baseball Betting Show. And you were talking about the multiple arms theory not working, and that certainly was the case for the Texas Rangers. They were trying to piggyback Dane Dunning and Andrew Heaney. They got a combined three and a third innings out of them. That was less than terrific. Good news for them is that they were able to get a tremendous start out of Jordan Montgomery. We are currently doing this as game number five of that series is starting to wrap up. How do you gauge this series? Because in my opinion, they absolutely need to get it done in game six because if they are left to a game seven with Max Scherzer after the way that he looked, perhaps you throw out their John Gray, you have all hands on deck. I just think that that would be a really rough spot for them and by far their best opportunity of being able to get a win for the rest of the series, in my opinion, is trusting in Nathan Evaldi. I think Texas is in a spot that a lot of people would like to be in, but also you could also you could easily make the case that Houston's got them right where they want them if they're down 3-2. So I don't have a strong feel for game by game, but if Houston goes down 3-2, the only move to make from a gambling perspective is to either bet Houston in the series or do a mechanical parlay. I wouldn't bet Texas on the money line in game six if they're up three to two. Probably the only way I would play it is a, is a, is a Houston rollover in that case. Yeah, I'm right there with you because I do think that with Houston, they do have the upper hand. But the one caution that I would have in a game six is you got to think that from Valdez probably gets a start. I just don't like his recent form. We saw it in game number two. He was less than sharp. And I go all the way back to late June. In late June, he sustained that ankle injury. He wasn't himself. It was sort of masked by the fact that he was able to get that no-hitter against the Cleveland Guardians. But really since late June, I have not seen look of him. And, I mean, I don't know if maybe I'm off base or something like this, but I would feel better if the Houston Astros threw someone other than Framber Valdez in game number six because I really don't like his form right now. I think overall Houston's pitching starting to falter, and that was the big bugaboo with them going into the postseason. The starting pitching was very inconsistent. They only had Verlander for half the year. Valdez showed you flashes of Cy Young, but he also showed you flashes of the opposite. And then you had Urquidy, who was banged up. You're starting to see him a little bit. We'll see what he can give you in the the rest of the postseason. But I think this is the first year in this Houston run where the pitching is not carrying the hitting. 
the offense for Houston is what makes them go in this playoffs. They're getting by with okay enough pitching. If that changes in the World Series, they can win the World Series. But I'll be honest, I think it's blatantly obvious to me right now who the best team is and who deserves to win the World Series. And it's the team in red and white. And that is not the Arizona Diamondbacks. No, no. That's more of a dark red and black. I would even say the teal is more of their skin, you know, their color palette than the red and white. I always envision them from the old school unit. Oh, yeah. I always picture them a little bit more with a purple, personally. As yeah, well. the purple had, and teal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've always had a few different shades throughout the years, but I am in agreement with you there. And for the rest of the postseason, because we are doing this as we just don't have any numbers for Saturday's game in the NLCS, is there anything that you are going to be taking a look at with regards to a bet, whether that be for the rest of the series, whether that be a future? Maybe it's taking a look at a few player props as well. Is there anything that you might be looking at that's really been working for you that you might be betting on Saturday, Sunday, or just anything else moving forward? You know, Greg, it's been really easy for me in the playoffs. I worked really hard in the regular season and I tracked all 2,430 games and I put in the work. And the work told me that all you have to do in the playoffs to be profitable, because they're not going to be rich, but you will be profitable if you just bet the yes run first inning in every game. And I still, after the first 30 games of the playoffs, I am firmly in that corner where I don't have to do any handicapping work. I already done the work over the last six months. I can just wake up at the year for every game. So I'll continue to employ that strategy. Maybe there is an opportunity in the futures market that pops up. I'd be shocked if it wasn't Philly, Houston. And I think Philly's the best team. If, if this is the last time we record before the World Series, I think Philly of the four teams right now, definitely the most prepared to uh, to hoist the trophy. There is no disagreement from me. I did feel like going into that series between the Braves and the Philadelphia Phillies, Whoever won that series should be the favorite to be able to win the World Series. And there has been nothing that I have seen to push me off of that. And I have never pushed off of the fact that you do absolutely excellent work, Jared. Every single time you join this podcast, you back it up. You do tremendous work with regards to baseball. But I know you're getting set for what is going to be a tremendous NBA and college basketball season. You do great work on the college football front. You're all over the place. Live on the line, Fox Sports, VSIN, list goes on and on. So let the good people at home know it's all on tap for you and how people can follow along on social media and other platforms. Yes, yeah, Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. Eastern to noon, Fox Sports Radio countdown to kickoff. And then I would say various consistent appearances on VSIN and live on the line and Valley Sports properties. And Pickett Sports is, is the new venture that I've kind of taken. And it's more of a bet tracking website. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's an app uh, and they do fantastic stuff with community and you can make bets. And it's almost like Twitter for you know gambling degenerates. So it's a fantastic app. A lot of the people in the gambling industry uh, use it and endorse it as a way to track their bets. So follow me all, on all platforms at Jared Lee Smith. Absolutely. Jared is the wide ranging man. He checks all the boxes. He does excellent work at so many different outlets. And every single time he joins this podcast, he always lends incredible insights. So big thanks to Jared for joining me on the Baseball Betting Show, now part of the Visa Family Podcast. And coming up next, this is that time of the podcast. I give you picks and analysis for game five of the NLCS as we touch them all. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Sports betting innovative analytics has taken the guesswork and emotion out of sports betting to bring you an innovative and trustworthy resource to enhance your journey to becoming a winning player. With industry-leading money-back guarantee options backed by their sophisticated modeling, they want to introduce you to a system that's not widely seen or available to help you beat the bookmaker. Specializing in NBA, college basketball, and WNBA, your first week is always free. Get started at SBIA1.com today. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball. This is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. And we're back here in Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. It's always great to be joined by Jared Smith. He does tremendous work here at the network. He does a great job taking a look at so many different things on Live on the Line, vcin.com. You just go down the list of things, and this man covers it all. Does a great job on the baseball front, the football front, and every single time he joins this podcast, lends tremendous insight. So a big thanks to Jared for joining me in the last segment. Now it is that time of the podcast. They give you picks and analysis for Game 5 of the NLCS as we 
Touch them all. If a game is listed on the betting board, Greg has a side and a total on it, so it is time to touch them all. Do note that as per usual, any changes that are made to these plays will be listed up on my Twitter slash X feed at GNN underscore 81. We are going to go in Las Vegas rotation order because there's only one game that we need to break down, and it is going to be the DK Network write-up pick, 921-922 on the board, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Do play us to the Philadelphia Phillies as Zach Whelan and Dylan Wheeler is on the bump for the Phillies, and you've got Zach Allen on the bump for Arizona. Arizona is anywhere between plus 111 to plus 123 underdogs. Meanwhile, anywhere between minus 121 to minus 135, your number on Philadelphia. Eight is the total shaded down to the under at a minus 115. Over is minus 105, and I'm going to go with the Arizona Diamondbacks on the write-up pick. My last two write-ups snapped a six-game win streak, and I trust it in the Phillies. That's not the lone reason why I'm making this write-up pick, but I do take a look at Zach Gallen, and his home and road splits are so demonstrative, and let's keep in mind, you're banking on the uh, starter in the uh, All-Star game for the National League with being able to get him at a plus price, and with Zach Gallen, Road ERA, north of a four. He was given up right around about 1.2 home runs per nine innings. Things were very much less than savory on that front. Meanwhile, at home for Zach Allen, 247 ERA, 0.6 home runs allowed per nine innings, 1.6 walks per nine innings while getting 10 and a half strikeouts per nine innings. Very vastly different. Now, I will say for Zach Wheeler, he's given up 0.66 home runs, 314 ERA when he is on the road. So he has been at his best when he has been away from home, but... I'm a little bit more concerned about the Phillies bullpen at this point rather than the Arizona Diamondbacks is. I really thought that the Phillies were going to go to someone like a Taiwan Walker for a little bit of length, perhaps Michael Lorenzen. They did not do any of that. All of their situational pitchers, they got used up. And for the Philadelphia Phillies, you certainly have been able to get production out of the entire lineup this postseason. Really, Sands, Johan Rojas, Johan Rojas. I think it's 0.86 with a 111 on base. That has been miserably bad. But, I mean, that said, you have had this team slow down a little bit more on the road. Kyle Schwarber does have four home runs in this series. Trey Turner just continues to move the line in general. But, you have been noticing that Alec Bohm has been having a little bit of a rough time with things. Was able to have a multi-hit game yesterday. But, for the years in the Diamondbacks, though this is a bunch that... They've had their question marks with regards to their lineup. It has been a bunch that has been averaging about 4.1 runs per contest ever since the beginning of the month of July. They have been a different team here in the postseason, being able to reach that four-run plateau in six out of their ten games thus far. You've been able to get much more production out of Keitel Marte along with Corbin Carroll than even during the regular season. And during the regular season, both of these guys were rocks up. Both of these guys provided a... North of 355 on base with Keitel Marte sitting at 385 here in the playoffs. Corbin Carroll's cooled off a little bit with regards to this series, but a 385 on base overall. Christian Walker has been a little bit touch and go, but 6 RBI here in the postseason, a 375 on base. Alec Thomas has been able to supply three home runs along Gabriel Moreno, and that's really the key. Get the bottom of the fold going as Thomas, Geraldo Perdomo, Emmanuel Rivera, Evan Longoria, all guys are hitting below the middle side of 200 here in the postseason. I do think that they are going to be able to get something ignited. Though the Arizona Diamondbacks were 18th with regards to bullpen ERA during the regular season compared to the Philadelphia Phillies who were 7th, both of these teams had to exhaust all their arms with some like Ryan Nelson on reserve for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think that that's big. I think that they could go to Slade Sony 
if they want to as well. I believe that they put him on the postseason roster. So those are a pair of long guys that they're going to be able to look to. And I do think that for the Philadelphia Phillies, even though they have been able to slug out nearly two home runs per game since the beginning of the month of August, Zach Allen is going to be able to go out there. He's going to do what he's done all season long. He's going to pitch well at home. Both of these starters need to lend a lot of length. I trust in Gallon a little bit more at home. My DK Network right to pick. That is going to be on the Diamondbacks. Was willing to take essentially any plus price here. I said it at a plus 102 that I need to take in. Did sell my toe at 7.9. I think that Zach Wheeler is going to be able to deliver a relatively solid performance. I just think that Gallon's going to be a little bit better. So going with the under on 8. Am I right to pick that is on the Diamondbacks money line? And that will wrap things up for the... Um, Saturday edition of the Baseball Betting Show, now part of the Visa Family Podcast. If you do like what you're hearing from this fine podcast, Baseball Betting Show, you're able to subscribe wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, do have one of two ways to be able to find those in. First one is my Twitter slash X timeline at Jaden underscore D1. Keep in mind, letters M, they mean does not matter. So as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. Other ways, find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated from there. You're able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five star review. And I'm coming at you guys every single day throughout the baseball season, which means I'm coming at you once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.